What's up, travelers? It's your main man, Just GQ here. And before we jump into today's episode of the Travel Guides, got a couple of announcements. We've got a great show, a long overdue, much anticipated show for you today, featuring the up and coming, one of the fastest growing cities in America, largely due to the Bachelor and Bachelorette party craze. Nashville. So uh, that is my hometown. And so I teamed up with um, one of my old friends, good friends, Lee, um, who's also a, a blogger down there who features um, a lot of the things to do in Nashville and is definitely one of the who's who. So she's sharing her wisdom and knowledge of the city as she has lived through the boom, if you will, of the city of Nashville and all of the new neighborhoods and all the fun things to do. We'll also separately get into the topic of gentrification on this as well, which I have commented on on um, other episodes as well as on my IG. Um, I think this hit me a little differently because this was my city. So we'll touch on that. Lastly, one of the places that I wanted to highlight in this, but I was remiss in not taking the conversation there, is West End. West End in Nashville is one of my favorite areas and has been around for many, many years. So this is not a new addition. However, it is um, where Vanderbilt University resides, uh, as well as it's um, right over there with Bicentennial Park. So there's like a lot of cool things that are uh, that are um, authentic to the city in that area. Additionally, it is home to one of my favorite breakfast places that I definitely wanted to shout out. Pancake Pantry. The Buckwheat Pancakes are popping. You want to get there early. There are no reservations. You have to wait. People line up outside to wait. Um, so you want to get there early, but it is definitely worth it. So do please do commit. Additionally, there are some cool shops and whatnot around there as well. So you can pass the time and just kind of hang out a little bit. It's a little Southern charm in, uh, in Nashville. So I definitely just wanted to give a quick blurb about West End because it is one of my favorite spots down there. Um, additionally, if you have not subscribed to the Travel Guides, please do so uh, and rate us five stars. We uh, we greatly appreciate the support as it has been continuous from you guys. Thank you for continuing to uh, share with friends. And you can now share that we are on Spotify. So we heard your feedback and actioned it. And now we are on Spotify as well. You can still listen to us on and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you listen to your podcast. But we just added another, you know, another tool to the to the Batman tool belt. So, you know, go ahead, get into it. But I've been rambling, so I'm going to stop so we can throw to Lee and myself. And without further ado, please enjoy the latest episode of The Travel Guides. Thanks for tuning in and welcome to another episode of the Travel Guides, a podcast dedicated to making travel easy for everyday people like you and me. I'll be your host, Justin Q here. Have the lovely Lee here, uh, creator and an author on Lovely Love, as well as uh, a, a pivotal mind in the Blogger Exchange. So, uh, how are you doing, Lee? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. I've had to corral Lee. It's the second time that uh, <laughs> Lee and I have known each other for many, many years. Uh, I've had to corral her when I've been uh, back home in Nashville, which I'm a busy is. Person. You are. You are. You're very, very busy. Um, 
But Nashville will obviously be the, or will be, probably not so obviously, but the topic of conversation today. And uh, Leah is, a, is a, definitely an expert on things to do in the city. She's a woman about town, modern day, you know, socialite in, uh, in okay. Nashville. You know what I'm saying? So right. uh, tell the people about yourself as I'm, as I'm hyping you. <laughs> I'm hyping me a lot. <laughs> so I am born and raised in Nashville. Um, been here most of my life, except for when I went to Spelman in Atlanta. I was in Chicago for a little bit for grad school, and then I moved to Minneapolis, which was a whole other experience being up there. <laughs> and we miss each other in Chicago. <laughs> we did. When you were there, yeah. And now I'm back here and loving it. I know you don't love New Nashville. I love New Nashville. It's an education though. for me. It's an education for me. I think it's hard for people when you, like, are gone for a long time and you come back. Right. Because I've been here and I see, like, the changes, I guess I'm okay. But I think... Also, because I moved away to a big city, right. I'm okay with it. But people that have never moved to a big city, they're like, what is going on? Like, we're a little big town. Right. I don't like <laughs> this at all. That's why I wanted to get your, your perspective on it. Because I think that having lived elsewhere and then being able to take, like, bits and pieces of other places where you've lived and then bring them back, like, helps you either. I feel like it pushes you on one side of the aisle like you either, you either hate it or you love it but it's like I you can at least like appreciate 95% it 95 of it what's the what's the 95% that you love the 95% i love is like really good food okay any place that has like good drinks or like a good view of the city like i'm in love with that but places that have no character and connection to nashville i'm like you got to have a little bit of something right. like come on you just can't come in here and be like we're a new york restaurant building in nashville it's like no this is not new york this okay. is not la okay that's fair i think like so for the for the listeners so i was born and born in nashville i moved away when i was uh when i was a young boy but i was raised uh between louisville and nashville we were always on the road like we're down here never missed uh, anything like we were all, we were always around, um, and then because my entire family was down here, and so then I moved, uh, went to went to school in Louisville, and then I've been in Illinois for about the last ten years, give or take, and I'm coming back to Nashville probably probably four four times a year, I'd say, and it's just like a different place every time every time i'm coming back it's just like a new side of town they've got they created neighborhoods that never existed (laughs) existed before (laughs) and it's the national i think the nashville hot chicken i think that's what pissed me off the most because i was because i was like it was always fish it was fried fish with with hattie b's okay francis yeah which was the original right but then after but then after that they acted like it was just like a prevalent thing throughout the they did and it's everywhere and a KFC commercial was the first time I, I saw it, and I was like, absolutely not. I was like, I reject everything, everything about this. You can go to the gas station and get hot chicken here now. It's I mean, like, I, and awesome. I put air quotes around hot right. chicken. <laughs> I'm just like, I don't know. I'm wild. So, anyway, you mentioned the... the it, I don't mean to come down on Nashville, because I still love it. It is, you know, a lot of great people here. Uh, and to Lee's point, there there are a lot of great additions, like the rooftops, uh, I know L.A. Jackson downtown is yes. definitely definitely popping. One of my favorites. Why? What? Tell tell the people about L.A. Jackson a little bit. L.A. Jackson. It's the, in the Gulch, right? No? It's in the Gulch yeah. on 12th Avenue. Like the decor is just really nice. Beautiful view of like downtown. Really great food. I would say like five star food, and the drinks are like expensive. But <laughs> Chicago prices. But you pay twelve dollars, and after your twelve dollar drink, you're like, I feel really good on this rooftop <laughs> right now. <laughs> And you're like, you're like, maybe that $12 was worth it. Right. And then also the views get a little bit better with every drink, That's too. very true. Very true. As long as you <laughs> know. No, um, always free. Always good music. So 
anything that's free with like good music for right. me is a win. That's the one thing I never want Nashville to like change is cover. Yeah. The fact that I can go into like five different bars and never pay anything is like the best thing to me. That was honestly one of the best things about Chicago as well, is yeah. they don't bust you over the head until you go into like a club and then they might they might yes. hit you. And Nashville does not have clubs. Right. We used to. But not anymore. Yeah, that was uh, that was another thing that kind of surprised me. I was like, no, uh, no, no, uh, you know, no clubs anymore. My favorite thing to say to people is, "So Nashville is a drinking town with a music problem." That's very true. <laughs> it's very true. So that's why there's all bars, right? And no clubs. It's very true. And they one thing that I'm, I'm happy about I've noticed is that the the music element, which is like so deeply woven within the character of the or the fabric of the city, has. Like, they've kind of, it's been elevated. So, like, even down on the, you know, Broadway second half. And I, I kind of roll my eyes with Broadway second half because that was very, like, high school. Like That's called, like, Sobro now down there. I did not know that. So, Sobro <laughs> is South Broadway, oh which they're gosh. trying to make into a thing. But I'm like, it's just Broadway, honey. A, it's just a part of Broadway. They call it Sobro now? It's Sobro. Like, there's literally signs that say Sobro down there. That's a lot. I knew they were, <laughs> like, the, I do like the, what they've done with, like, the, 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 the riverfront. The riverfront's beautiful. beautiful. And it was trash before we all yeah that. yeah it was it was very nice but like I think that's I think the the bachelorette parties oh yeah so that's part of my five percent that I don't like it's like Nashville's number one export for so when we go bit. out during the day on the weekends or during the night I always try to play a game especially if people are in town for the first time I'm right. like let's take a shot every time we see like ten bachelorette parties. <laughs> After, like, 25, I'm like, okay, let's stop playing this game. Right. It's been 45 minutes. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and we've seen almost 30. It's like, but this is what I always tell people. First of all, Nashville has the highest um, rent um, prices for, like, hotel rooms mm. in the country. But then when you think about bachelorette parties of Vegas to a Nashville, like, you're still paying a high price for the hotel, but you're not paying for drinks. You're right. not paying for cover. Right. All the pools are free. So it's kind of like you end up saving money. So that's why it's kind of the number one destination now. I never knew why. I just remember when it started and I was like, people are going to Nashville a lot. Yeah. I was like, and I don't... It passed Vegas. I, it was insane how many people are down here. There were... So, for context, uh, I was... When I was leaving work, I was told, told a few people, I was like, yeah, I'm going back home this weekend, whatever. And they were like, for a wedding. There were, th <laughs> there were three bachelor parties, three, there were three bachelor and bachelorette parties that were down here this weekend. They were like, oh, you're going to probably see X, Y, and Z. I was like, <laughs> I'm staying off of what I now know I, as so, bro. You can't stay away from them. They're everywhere. This is, it doesn't yeah. matter where you go or what just, you do. That's a whole lot. You can go out at 8 a.m. on a Saturday morning, and there will be girls, guys, drunk with their bachelorette shirts on. It's always a theme. <laughs> oh, but it's always the same generic, like, Nash Vegas. Right. And I'm like, y'all, come on. I feel like if I was a t-shirt company, I would just make Nash Vegas bachelorette shirts and be a millionaire. <laughs> so, we, so we know about LA, LA Jackson. What are some of the other cool additions, like, when you're when you're about town, like, you, you like to hit up? Yeah, so I still like Midtown because okay. I think Midtown is more for like the locals, and downtown is very touristy still. Okay. So, so where is Midtown? Midtown is like close to downtown. So there's like Red Door, there's Hopsmith, which I really love. Yeah, Hopsmith is dope. It's like three floors. Um, all the beer you could ever want. Winners, losers, also Kung Fu's over there. So like Kung there's Fu. There's a Kung Fu here. There's a Kung Fu here. Wow. That's one of the good additions, I think. So it's like an adult playground. Yeah. It's just like the other ones. Well, there are a couple in Texas as mm -hmm. well. There's one in yeah, Austin. Yeah, it's the first one um, up in this part. But yeah, they have like a little food truck outside now. Super cute. Um, and then downtown, I would say any of the like country music stars bars. <laughs> I heard about Luke Bryan's. So Luke Bryan's. 
Um, he just opened his like a month ago. Right. And then my favorite is Whiskey Row, which is by a Dutch yeah. Bentley. Um, I think the first one was FGL House. Okay. Um, who else has a bar now? That's um, Florida Georgia Line for those of you who don't yes. listen to country. Um, and then Blake Sheldon, he has Old Red. Oh my God! Like it's a thing. <laughs> it is a thing. <laughs> I didn't know that everybody got a piece it's of it. It's basically just like Country Row down there now. Oh my God! But goodness. they're really nice places with good food. That's good. Mm-hmm. So shifting a little bit to the to the food, um, I can remember coming down here a few years ago, and this is when they were building up East Nashville and. All of that. I'm gonna not go down that road again. But they, but um, the pharmacy was like the first new restaurant where yeah. people were like there was a craze over, which was like a burger spot. And I went in. It was it was pretty good. It was cool, but it was just and it was the location was interesting because it was they were in the middle of uh, of redoing the neighborhood. Basically, have you been over there since? I have not. You should go. It's totally changed yeah. again. Okay. <laughs> There's a common theme, yeah. oh, and, and this is ha- this is just happening consistently when I'm coming in. I'm like, uh, people, it's gotten to the point where I'll even talk to some people who frequent Nashville, and they'll tell, they'll hit me with a sobro or something like that, and I'll be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. Like, yeah. and then when they describe it, I'm like, oh, okay, this is like the new the new name for it. So you know, Nashville has or Chicago has all the, like the neighborhood names. Right. So basically, a lot of those neighborhoods have like translated to Nashville. Somehow. Okay. 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 <laughs> so even in East Nashville, there's like different parts of East Nashville now. I'm sure this helps property value a lot. <laughs> of course. Right. Of course. Oh you just put God. like a slap a nice trendy name on there, <laughs> charge 500K for a, you know, two bedroom and The oh, Whole Foods in the neighborhood, we, we in the game. Basically, wait till they get a Starbucks over there. Oh, my it's gosh. It's crazy. So you know the neighborhood's coming up. So the pharmacy's still open. Um, Burger Up is probably my, like, favorite burger place, though. Burger Up, okay. I have not That's heard of that. um, in 12th South, and there's one in Cool Springs. Okay. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think what else. Barbecue, I love Edley's Barbecue. I have never, I have not. That's the problem when I come here. I don't go out to eat because it's like your parents, yeah, and everybody's like, I'm with family. Next time you got to carve out like two nights of like going out. Just be a foodie. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna get you to take me somewhere. Yes. Um, but I have been to the Southern and love the oh, Southern. The yes. Southern, it's the Southern goes very hard. Yeah, it's very true. But it's I've been there twice and it's good. What are some of your other favorites, like in the in the city, like for different with different cuisines? Um, I don't know. That's hard. I feel like Nashville has like a lot of good American food. Right. Does not have a lot of good Mexican food. Okay. Definitely no good sushi places, which like breaks my heart. Um, so like the same place as San Anejo is where I go for Mexican. Um, what's the place next to San Anejo that has sushi? That's always been there. I have no idea. Um, I'm a, I'm going to be of no help. It's to like Wi-Fi Whiskey Kitchen. Oh, I do know what you you're know talking, what I'm talking about. about. Yeah, but I have no idea. I what see it in my mind. Yeah. But it's owned by the same company. Well, you gave me Whiskey Kitchen. That took me back. So yeah. let me. <laughs> But that's pretty much where people go. But the, the sushi's mediocre. Right. There's no place where I'm like, oh, my God, I have to go get sushi there. Um, but, yeah, we're good at American food, but that's that's about it. I'm not mad at that. No, no, nothing else. No good Japanese places or anything. There's a lot of um, there's a lot of events that have started to, like, pop up here, right? Like, I know the Oktoberfest situation. Oh, that's been for a while, but it's, it's just going. gotten popular. Okay. Though. Okay, mm-hmm. fair. What are some of the other, like, big things that, like, if people need to come down? To like specifically in the summer uh, months, like the warmer months. Oh God, there's something every weekend. Yeah, I would tell people basically like May through October, you can't go wrong. Like what weekend you come? I mean, Pilgrimage Fest is like pretty big now. What's Pilgrimage Fest? Um, it is a two-day concert. 
It's here, um, kind of like in Brentwood area, like okay. on a huge farm. But they had Justin Timberlake, Chris Stapleton, oh, wow. Lionel Richie this year. Oh, man. It's pretty big. And it's every year? This is probably the fourth year. The fourth year, okay. It, but it's gotten pretty big. That's what's up. Yeah, so that's um, mid-September they do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then um, Live on the Green. Okay. So that runs June through September, and it's free. But they have, like, really good people now. So where is the where's live on the green? Um, it's like downtown at Public Square Park. Okay. It's like right on the riverfront. Okay. That's what's up. And then between the having the Titans starting up, and then I think that's oh, that's God. honestly what yeah <laughs> it's, it's, it's bad now, but we had a very strong start to the season. We we did better than expected. Right, and now we are three and four. It's so hard to be a Titans. <laughs> Hey, just play with your emotions. We still got a lot of football left. We still got a lot of football left. We'll be all right. The, the good thing is the rest of the division is three and three as well, or was you know it's currently three and three. I'm not sure what the score of the Jags Texans game is, but we are still in striking distance. But all right, you have we got the Titans, we got the the Preds. Um, Baseball sounds. It sounds yeah. It sounds been around for a minute. Are people actually going to sounds games now? So people go. Have you been there recently? No, to the new park? I have not been to the sounds game since I was a child. Oh god! So they put the new park downtown right. by the park. Um, it's so nice. It's like too nice because no one watches the game. <laughs> They're so just they drinking have, and kicking it. They have this like adult playground with like bowling and just any kind of adult game you could think of right. and like a beer garden so people stay over there the whole time and then they're like oh the game's done like oh, who won that's <laughs> you, you basically don't sit in your seat right. because there's so many activities to do just around the stadium I'm sure they're just trying to get attendance up oh they just they don't care right. like, money's money money's coming in yeah. we're good but it's like it's very solid like very solid um, like sports town as well and I think you hit the nail on the head when you were like like a big town that's turning into like a city. Yeah, because everyone that I always talk to, they're like, "Oh my god, the traffic, the traffic!" And right. Like, There's a hundred people that move here a day, so oh they're bringing gosh. their cars. A whole lot going. Like on. we haven't expanded the interstates in years. So right. It's going to be traffic, and people voted down the um, train system. So. They're not, y'all not getting. No. Why? So what's been going on there? Like why? Why would so they? So there was a vote. And people, really, they tried to make it seem like the price was too high, which right. it wasn't. Like, you have to build it, like, underground or overground because there's no way to do it. Right. But people basically, like, what it was, people thought that it was going to give access to lower-income people to the nicer neighborhoods. And I'm like, no one's going to go into your million-dollar house, steal your TV, and get back on the train. Like, that's not how public transit works. <laughs> like, they honestly were like, people are going to rob us and get back on the train. It's like, no, they're not. <laughs> Why they? they just want to get to work <laughs> and like go to the grocery store and simple things like that. And that's just super spread out too, so it's like it, it would never happen. But people honestly are like, let's keep them away from us. Which is so uh, okay. So I was trying not to, but we go get it too. Because this is like <laughs> this is where this is where I, this is this is really how I feel. Because the tell me how you feel. I am the the gentrification piece. Like I've always been kind of like I've seen both sides of gentrification. Like obviously, um, you know for. I would say people in fortunate enough to be in situations like ours, we are able to go in and buy low and be the first in a new neighborhood. And then the property they build, the Starbucks and the Whole Foods around, property value goes up. We sell, make a nice chunk of change, and roll that onward into life. Yeah, beautiful. Everybody wins. <laughs> um, this was great when I was when it was not in relationship to my city because now I have. The personal touch points, which you know, whatever. Um, uh, I saw, I saw this previously, but I guess it hit home for me more 
here. Um, yeah, it's so I just moved from Germantown, right. which is only a new neighborhood. Exactly. You know, it, it used to be North Nashville. Right. And it blew my mind, and I basically felt bad because I was like, well, I'm gentrifying this neighborhood yeah. because I was paying like $1,500 for one bedroom. Yep. And I knew that I had taken a spot from like someone else that used to live in that area where my building right. was. So I felt bad. But then I also was looking around, and I'm like, even my like black behind was not gonna walk around at ten o'clock at night, but people are like, I own this neighborhood, I'm walking around and they would like get robbed and I'm like, Y'all, like this the is... projects are still right there. Right. <laughs> like, like... like you can't just come into a neighborhood and like not know your surroundings or and just think you can like literally like own it, but that's kind of what's happening. So And I think you've touched on something because that it's not necessarily like just moving in because you know the the financial cycle of the place, but it's like respecting the culture that Respect exists. The people that are already there. Exactly, as opposed to just coming in and trying to and trying to take over. Um, I think when you've got you got people who paid eighty thousand dollars for a home in uh, you know nineteen seventy something call it, then they sell for uh, one sixty to somebody thinking they're getting a great deal. They demolish the home, build up, build a sky rise on the on the property, uh, are charging two bands for a room there and now these people are disenfranchised and to have nowhere else to go. I think that's where I had a problem with it just because... People don't know that they... But there are a lot of people that recently I've seen a lot of stories. People are like I'm holding on to my home. You have to. And Let that like, value go up. Because they're like at the end of the day I can probably get a million for a house I paid 20 grand. Right. Like this guy, he lives in Germantown. He bought two properties next to him kept his house like renovated he's like i've lived here for 40 years i'm gonna stay here he sold both of those for almost two million dollars now they have multiple condos that live there and he still lives in his little house in between and they're like well you're gonna sell this he's like no he's like because y'all paid two million for that you're probably gonna pay up to like three million for this space (laughs) so he's like i'll I'll chill i'm good that's that's excellent i just think there needs to be or maybe this could this needs to be like a community initiative or whatever, but Some there's like, education. there's a need for financial literacy. Like, yeah. you gotta know what you're sitting on. There's a yeah. reason why people are, uh, will buy your house every, every seven seconds, like, calling you, harassing you. Are you, re- are you ready to sell? Are you ready to sell? Are you ready to sell? And it's just like, I don't know. But, but you know, money's hard to turn down when you haven't had it. I agree. Before. I agree. You know. But that's where that's where some like some of that financial literacy can help because you can have it's perspective. It's like they're giving yes, it's double what you paid for it. However, it's still low. Very low. <laughs> and they're about and here's what they're about to do with all of this exactly. money. So Yeah. I think people are getting a little bit savvier, um, for sure. So do you know like the Buchanan district? No. That's where Slim and Huskies is. Have you been there? Oh, no, no, no. But I did want to I did want to touch on Slim and Huskies, okay. so I know it's the home team. So I love Slim and Huskies. Like, best pizza in Nashville. They open one up in Antioch now. Right. And so right across the street from Slim and Huskies is Minerva Avenue. Okay. Which is also black-owned. It's like a speakeasy, like, really nice outdoor patio space. But that whole, like, district is, like, being ungentrified. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> It's being revitalized. It's really nice over there now. That's so good. I want to see more, like, restaurants and stuff pop up. And it's really funny because they don't say it's Germantown. They just say, like, the area. Right. And people get over there, they're like, oh, it's not fully, like... <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but then the beat's good, so they're like, whatever, it's good. It's all good, yeah. yeah. And I love that Slim and Huskies has come up. Yeah. Yeah, so I'm not, I think they were just... I can't remember what they were featured on, but... Pickler, our Ben and Pickler. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They got got some shine there. So that's good. Those are that's like the low spots, and those are hometown hometown cats over there. So yeah. uh, I do I do need to get over there because admittedly I have not had the so had the good. pizza. I've heard really good things. You should go. That's what's up. Like you can do a little loop. I need to. That's what. So I'm I'm really happy 
because with uh, my people moving back, I will be here. I will have the full. I don't have to like split my time in, during the holiday. So I fully will plan to uh, to go on this like little food tour okay. and see and see get everything uh, you know taken care of there. So what do you? So we know about you know we've give, I feel like we've given the people a good a good feel of Nashville. They can they can come in and um, they know where to hit for the, to eat for some activities. I mean, there's something for everybody here. Live music. You got your music if you want to do that. If you want to do like lots of art culture, you got Cheekwood. You got the Parthenon. Like you can spend your day doing that. If right. See, they just opened up the Tennessee State Museum too, which is really nice. Where is that? Um, in the park. Like. This is going to be a dumb question. Like, Tennessee State Museum or, like, TSU? Tennessee, like, the state. Okay, cool. cool, cool. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, I don't, is this on Jefferson Street? Like, where are we, where are we putting this? <laughs> no, so the, um, not the, yeah, the Bicentennial Mall. Okay. Over there by the Farmer's Market. Okay. I see, I have not, I never know. I was out, it's, I was. It's like, huge and beautiful. Okay. You should, it opened only, like, two weeks ago. I need to check it out. See, it's just stuff happening all the time. <laughs> it's, like, it's just new stuff every single week. Yes. <laughs> it's just crazy. It's crazy. Um, shifting gears a little bit. Tell me about. Uh, tell me about the blogger exchange. Yes, because um, so y'all been getting y'all been getting a lot of shine here have. lately. It's so exciting. Who shouted y'all out? It, wasn't it Nicole and Nicole? Exo Nicole. Exo Nicole. My bad. Um, oh, okay, I'm sure. We that. did. My bad. Yeah, we were on News Channel Five because we had like a big expo here. So it's crazy. Our one year anniversary is coming up on November 16th. We're throwing like a big bash here dope, with dope. 150 bloggers. But we just started because there was like no community, um, and the communities they were were not inclusive of people of color okay. or not inclusive of men, um, and so we. We were like, let's just make something that's for everybody. So Snaps. our organization includes men, women, people of different colors, different niches, blogger backgrounds, all that good stuff. But we basically do socials to create like a supportive system. But then we also do workshops to teach people how to monetize their blog. Okay. So we're here in Nashville. We're in Memphis, and we're in Minneapolis. Always looking You're to moving expand. around, moving around. Always I love it. To expand. So that's the side time, full time hustle. Okay, that's what's up. <laughs> yeah. How many people are in the uh, the network now? Goodness, in Nashville, we have like, like five hundred. Okay, dang. And yeah, we have probably like eight hundred altogether. Everybody's an influencer. Everybody's got you a know, blog. <laughs> it's, this is the thing. If you look at hashtag Nashville right. Blogger, okay, every day there's someone new that's like trying to up and come. Right. So that's why I never know. I just know we're always going to be okay. Because okay. <laughs> cool, there's cool. always going to be someone that needs our services. That's what's up. Every day we get hit, like, I'm thinking about starting a blog, or I'm thinking about trying to, like, do this full time. And I'm like, great, we've got you covered, boo. <laughs> <laughs> so you, so the resources that you're providing are the social, is it, like, one-on-one -on -one coaching as well, or, like? So we usually try to have relatively intimate classes, so, like, okay. 25 to 35 people. And then... Are you teaching them, or are you... Do so, you myself and Kay usually lead most of them, and then we try to get other bloggers that are more prominent, have been doing this for, like, you know, five-plus years, okay. have, you know, 20 plus, 20 plus thousand followers. So, it depends, because after a while, it's like, damn, y'all talking again. Right, <laughs> so, right. So, we try to keep it fresh with other people to help us out. And who's Kay? She is my co-founder. Okay. She's also my blogger bestie. Nice, Everyone nice. needs a blogger bestie to help them out. What is a blogger bestie? A blogger bestie. So she's my person when I lose like 15 followers in one day, which <laughs> happens. I like call her and I'm like, oh my God, no one loves me. <laughs> and she's like, you're amazing. It's going to be okay. Focus on the followers you do have. And I'm like, okay. And then the next day I gain like 30 followers. And I'm like, okay, I'm fine. You're like, you bounce, you bounce back. Yeah. <laughs> what is the, uh, can you give me a little, a few, a few tips on how, how best to monetize your your blog um 
there's a lot of different ways you can do it. So for me personally, I monetize through partnerships. Right. Um, so basically, I've had people reach out to me. I haven't had to pitch a lot of people, which is good. Right. Um, but I only do stuff that like fits my brand and like I would actually use and like. Basically, I don't feel like a sellout when right. I'm like, promoting it. Um, so, like, I'm about to work with a jewelry company. They're family-owned. Um, they send me some pieces and are going to pay me to post. Um, but it's like, I'm, I wear jewelry. I love jewelry. So, right. like, it doesn't feel like... It's good. It's just yeah. like, yeah. And also, I'm like, oh, you're giving me a $100 watch? Great. Let's Beautiful. be partners. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but yeah, I just make sure you use, like, blogger hashtags on Instagram. That's how everyone finds me. They just email me, and they're like, hey, we saw your Instagram. We love it. Can we work together? That's dope. And if it works, it works. If it doesn't, I definitely turn down a lot of people. Do you? Because there's a lot of people that try to take advantage of bloggers. How so? Someone reached out to me, and they were like, hey, I have um, a new clothing line I'm launching. I would love for you to help me promote it. I was like, okay, like, are you going to send me some products? Like, what? She was like, no, I don't have any products here. I just want you to, like, let people know it's coming. And I'm like, so what? what is in this for me? Yeah, like, I don't know mean? you. I don't know if your brand is quality. Like, why would I put my name on the line right. when you're not paying me? And I was just like, no. And she was like, well, maybe we can work together in the future. I was like, actually, this has turned me off. So, like, good luck. And I hope you do well. All the success. Right. But I just won't be a part of it. You're like, I'm good. Yeah. So is that typically how you'll assess when, when you have a partnership opportunity as far as, like, if you believe in the product? Or, like, how do you straddle that line of, like, I'm going to do this for the check, but I'm also, like, going to be authentic. Yeah, I'm, I think most female bloggers are definitely, like, into, like, fashion, a lot of, like, hair, makeup stuff. But, right. like, I naturally like, don't do those things. I don't wear makeup and stuff a lot. Um, the natural beauty. Thanks, darling. <laughs> um, and so when people reach out to me for stuff like that, I'm like... Yeah, sometimes I do wear makeup, but it just wouldn't be authentic. People would be like, why is she talking about makeup? Like, right. it's not what I do. So if it doesn't feel right to me and I know someone would call me out for it, right. then I won't do it. Okay. Yeah. That's what's up. That's good. <laughs> so how are you? So how does Lovely Love, your personal blog, fit into, like, the blogger exchange situation? Um, it really doesn't. We try to keep our blogs separate. So okay. mine is, like, music, travel, and events. Oh, That's beautiful. what I do. What but I are you, your hometown, though, right? Like, you, like, are you building oh, up? Nashville, or is it, like, all, just overall? Yeah, so I have traveled um, and been invited to other festivals, so I just covered Hangout in May. Oh, dope. I helped with um, Breakaway. It was the first time they were here, so I did some, like, pub for them, got some VIP tickets. Where's Breakaway? So Breakaway is a traveling music festival. Okay. It's, like, the nation's largest traveling music festival. Meaning it only... They like have, it... like, six stops. Okay, okay. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, different artists for each stop, so okay. it's, like, Wiz Khalifa, um... Russ and some other people that like headline the Nashville one. Um, but it's it the same people at every stop. Mm -mm, oh, okay, different people. Different at every people. Stop. Mm -hmm. But it was really good. So um, yes, yeah, so I, I travel for music. I forgot that you were a, uh, a music festival tiger lily. Were you like yes. yeah, you, get, <laughs> you I, live your best hippie life at these uh, these joints? The most like popular time for my blog is between like March and like August, right? Because people always hit me up for like Coachella, Bonnaroo. They're like, it's my first time. What should I do? What should I wear? Who should I go with? Where should I shop? Right. And I'm like, 
sometimes I'm like, I feel like I should be a Coachella consultant <laughs> and like charge per hour for all the questions I get. Oh, man. But honestly, I, I want people to have a good time, so I don't mind giving advice. So. She is, you are a Coachella. <laughs> she is truly a Coachella yes. uh, savant. Right. She played me out because so, uh, she has the, all of her, like when you get your Coachella pass, it comes in like a little, uh, like memories, like shadow box type situation where you like, it, whatever, it's a whole Did thing. I steal yours? No, but you played me out on mine because you were like, I was like, oh, these are like, all, but you were like, but have you been three, four, or five years? Because I have been five, and it's like okay, all right. Let's uh, let's just reel it in a little bit. Let's, there, I'm not a snob. There are music festival snobs. You definitely, you definitely put your nose up on me real quick. <laughs> just on you. I wouldn't get other people. <laughs> See how I get treated. Um, but to your to your point about being a Coachella consultant uh, and speaking to tying to the network of bloggers, we learned that we have a, a friend in common, and that was when you and Biddy were doing the yes. uh, literally were doing like Coachella consultant. On, on IG Live. Yeah, that was fun. I one of the best things about blogging is I meet people through the internet that like I never would before. Right. I don't think we've actually even met in person, but we're like virtual friends. That's good. So when I actually do meet her, I'm like, oh my god, <laughs> it's you. <laughs> Shout out to Betty. We're actually uh, part of a group when we had so Brittany and I had met. Brittany's a, a blogger in Dallas and uh, kind of does a, a, a lifestyle music travel. Um, mashup as well and so she we met in in colombia in cartagena on that the big uh life of pablo trip and so we're actually going to mexico in january so i'm gonna have her on here so it'll be very it'll be a nice tie shout me out you're right absolutely absolutely so shout out to baby um that's what's up though so tell the people where they can find you if you want to go on Instagram, it's love, L-O-V-L-E-I-G-H, love, or that's also my website, lovelylove.com. Beautiful. And how can people get um, involved with Blogger Exchange if they're interested? Same way, Blogger Exchange, no E on the beginning of exchange. It's very edgy. X. So edgy. <laughs> so edgy, you know, because we're just so creative. So Blogger Exchange on Instagram or bloggerexchange.com. Okay, cool. And you know you can find us uh, on IG at The Travel Guides, me at GQ50, International P at Y-E-S-S-U-R-0-7. Yes, sir. And that'll do it for another episode of The Travel Guides. And remember, your next adventure is just a click away. Thanks for listening.